The Ride Home Rants podcast is brought to you by Reaper Apparel Company. Reaper Apparel offers a casual line of superb fit, finish, and comfort. We design for those who refuse to die slowly and choose to live untamed. For those who aren't afraid to face the dark, for the ones that thrive in it, and for those who can appreciate life through a grim lens. That's Reaper Apparel Company. Go to the link in the description of this episode, use the promo code Mike Bono, and get 10% off. Also, the Ride Home Rants podcast is brought to you by my own personal merch store, the Stupid Should Hurt merch store. I have hats, I have t-shirts, hoodies, coffee mugs, water bottles, notebooks, you name it, I've got it. The description and the link for that will be in the description of this episode. Also, right now, if you use the promo code WELCOME, I will give you 5% off of your first purchase. That's the Stupid Should Hurt merch store. Also, the Rod Home Rants podcast is brought to you by Tactical Brotherhood. All-American-made apparel, which helps support the Second Amendment. You can also find all this in the description of this episode with the link, Tactical Brotherhood. Part of every proceed does go to helping veterans, as it is a very good cause. All American-made products made right here in Minnesota. Go and check them out. Use the promo code PATRIOT15 to get 15% off your purchase. Now, let's start the show. All right. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Ride Home Rants podcast. As always, it's Mike Bono. I have another great guest for you today, all the way from up near Cleveland, Ohio, uh, works at Notre Dame College. He is the admissions counselor there, uh, first enrollment, uh, first year enrollment student counselor there. He has a bunch of other titles. I'm going to let him explain those here in a minute. But Colin Savancara, thank you for being on the show, my man. Thank you for having me. Hey, not a problem. So yeah, like I said, if you want to go ahead and... I know you when before we started here you said you had a bunch of other titles there. I didn't want to butcher any of them here on your intro. I knew admissions counselor and uh, first year enrollment. Well, what else do you do at the college? So basically my title is I do traditional students, so that's just students right out of high school. I'm also transfer students, so these are students already that went to a community college. I'm also public or private universities as well. So I work with those students um, a lot of the times. Okay. So um, good. Sorry. No, you're no, you're fine. Go ahead. I was just say, so you're just you mean you're helping the kids get enrolled into college, whether they're coming straight out of high school or transferring or uh, community college yeah, more. So, yeah. So just right out of high school, these students just graduation, graduated as a seniors. Um, so basically their first step, just going to college, trying to find a you know, private college, public university. But basically, yeah, and then transfer students as well. So these are kids that have associates or just went to community college, got a couple of credits, and they want to transfer to Notre Dame. Okay. So how did you find Notre Dame College to, to want to work there? Because 
I'm not going to lie to you guys here. I mean, I I was talking with the manager, John Freddy Falcone. He said he was going to Notre Dame College. In my mind, I was thinking South Bend, Indiana. So, <laughs> so tell me a little bit about Notre Dame College and not Notre Dame University. Yeah, exactly. I didn't know uh, what Notre Dame College was either. Um, I've always heard of, you know, the Notre Dame, the University of Notre Dame. Right. You know, D1 football. Um, but, yeah, what's cool about our school is that, you know, while applying to jobs, I graduated from Ball Wallace University, um, let's say, the winter time. Let's see, December 12th is my graduation day, and I was just looking for jobs just around the area. Um, I did graduate with a business degree and also a minor in biology. So I was just looking around for jobs, and I noticed that there is a job here. I'm an admission counselor. I applied. After four interviews, I did land the job. And uh, ever since, I do love it here. It's a lot of fun. Um, but basically, I didn't even know where the college was until I started looking up jobs. But <laughs> since it is Division Two, yeah, <laughs> I had no clue where the school was at all in Cleveland. I just knew, like, you know, you got Ball Walls, you got Cleveland State, you got Case, you got John Carroll. There's the well-known schools around the area and the Ohio State as well. But I didn't know that we were ranked nationally on Division Two football as well. Um, we also have a other admissions counselor that just got hired here as well, um, Blake. He actually walked on football here as well and played D2 as a wide receiver. So I'm just I'm learning all about the school so far, but it's a lot of fun. I mean, it, it sounds like a lot of fun, um, especially, I mean, I guess not knowing much about the college. Um, has that hindered you any at all with getting students coming there? Or, I mean... How has that affected you? I mean, I'm sure you're like everybody else and have done your research and everything like that on the college. But going in, you know, let's talk about, I mean, if you can remember back day one, um, was it hard for you or was it just a smooth transition right out of college into finding this job? Um, it was not uh, smooth, I would say. It was <laughs> Okay. It's, it's a hard uh, – it's a new process. This, this is completely different than any other job I had out there right now. Um, so a lot of students do come here for athletics. Our athletics are amazing here. You know, just being Division Two, and I'm still trying to figure out what makes the school D two and what makes a school you know D three or D one. So I'm still trying to figure that process out as well. Right, that's that's always confused me because I mean I know you know me and Fiddy we went to little Division three Bethany College so I mean we had I think a grand total of nine hundred students there I don't know if that constitutes you know being D three versus D two I mean that's that's always baffled me can you shed some light on that Yeah so right here our enrollment we have fourteen hundred students. And I still don't know what makes us Division Two. I, I still got <laughs> okay. to ask that question. I got to ask John. To, maybe he knows the answer. But, yeah, I don't know what makes us Division Two. I uh, really don't. <laughs> we'll have to ask the, the man, John Fiddy Falcone, uh, what makes yeah. it Division Two? Because I honestly don't know either. Um, but you said you guys were ranked football-wise in Division Two. Um 
How was the season this past season with COVID and everything? Did you guys get to have a season? Was it a truncated season? You know, how did that kind of work out uh, for a little D2 college? Um, so they did play, I think, five games. Um, that's what I've heard from our admissions counselor. But they have three for the conference. I think they won three titles for that. Okay. But for that right now, just being Division Two, they're nationally ranked number one in the entire country. So, well, hey, you, yeah, we <laughs> take that for sure. Absolutely. I mean, you're not gonna. So, like, there's kids all around the United States just, you know, coming here just to play football. I mean, I had a couple of kids that got recruited from California, Georgia. I mean, all around the country just to play football here. I mean, uh, that's that's awesome getting people from that far away. I mean, I live in the state of Ohio, and honestly, I mean, I hope this doesn't hurt you at all, but I didn't know about the college until John told me about it. I mean, he had said, oh, I'm going from Bethany to Notre Dame. I was like, well, there's a transition. And he's like, Notre Dame College. I was like, oh, I don't know what that is. I'm still thinking South Bend, Indiana. Like, I don't know what you're talking about, man. You're going to Cleveland? What do you mean Cleveland? It's in Indiana. I don't know what you're talking about. And he was like, no, it's it's different. It's D2. I was like, oh, I was thinking the Notre Dame fighting Irish. Like, that's what instantly popped into my mind. And, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> and and he explained it a little bit. I was like, "Oh, I mean, it's still awesome that you're doing that, you know." But I mean, still, <laughs> I was so confused when he first yeah, started. Good. Now, um, he did tell me, and you told me a little bit beforehand. You didn't always work for the college. You worked at Mally's Chocolate Factory, and yeah, uh, that's Mally's a Chocolate. the Mally's Chocolate. All right, that's a big, big company, from what I hear. Tell me a little bit about that and how that has helped you transition from there over to being the admissions counselor. So, in uh, my freshman year of college, I was I worked at a pharmacy tech for a little bit at Giant Eagle, and then I got a job at Manley's Chocolate. Um, so basically, Manley's Chocolate was founded in 1935. Um, we have around 22 stores, so it's a very family-oriented company. Um, cook, awesome to me, very respectful. Owner knew every employer's name. Um, we did get raises every year as well. During the holidays, we'd be able to get free chocolate as well. Let's say fifty hey. to hundred dollar chocolate. Yes, <laughs> I could make a field day with that kind of free chocolate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's. It's a very, very good company. Um, they took good care of me while in college. I worked there, say, 35, 40 hours a week while in school. Um, but basically, I started there as a stock boy, just part-time. I was stocking the store, um, taking deliveries from trucks, checking out customers. And what's kind of nice about the company is that our manager, I'd say, my manager's probably, he was... 30 years old. It was just basically college kids working this, this store. Um, so we treat it like our own store. Like the owner trusts us in taking care of this store. And this store is doing, I mean, over a million dollars a year in just wow. chocolate sale. So. So giving Willy Wonka a run for his money, huh? 
Oh yeah, for sure. We used to play the like, <laughs> yeah, we used to play the like, uh, theme song in the store, and also played it as a video on our TVs. And we, I mean, that's awesome. We got sick of it, but <laughs> I'm sure yeah, hearing it 40 hours a week, when you would get sick of it. I'm sure, but <laughs> for sure, <laughs> yeah, definitely. I got sick of that really quick. But uh, yeah, if you walk, if you walk in a store, Manly's Chocolates, the whole store is basically colored pink and green so our theme colors of the store are pink and green so it, it looks like you're it's like you're walking in like uh i mean it's like willy wonka a little bit it's kind of childish a little bit it's kind of you know just bright old-fashioned so basically the store how the owners of the store up was like 1940s 1960s how we set the store up okay. um, so over time, we'd have 1940s, 50s, 60s music. Um, our dress code was that we were dress shoes, dress pants, and you know, dress shirt as well. So the owner kind of, it was an old-fashioned dress code, old-fashioned kind of type of system as well. Um, but basically being at Mally's is that my job, I eventually got promoted to key holder and sales associate. So I was doing the retail sales around the Cleveland area. And also, I had the key to the store as well. Um, so, I was able to get that promotion just working there. But our Mailies is busy during the holidays. So, let's say Christmas, we're going to be busy. We're selling, you know, $100,000 worth of chocolates. Um, Valentine's Day, we have strawberries, chocolate strawberries and grapes. We're selling, I mean, in one night, we could do $50,000. Wow. So... The chocolate is very profitable out there. It's cheap to make. It's cheap to get. You can make a lot with that as well. Um, but basically just working there, I learned a lot about retail, customer service as well. I'm very blessed to be able to have that job, just to you know, transition as an admissions counselor now, using that experience, especially with sales. But it's a very, very good company. Took care of their employees. That's, I mean, that's the bottom line, and that seems like that's what really matters, you know, especially taking care of their employees and being able to be that profitable and not letting it go to their heads. I mean, I, I just hear it about it. I like the fact that you said they keep it old fashioned. You know, it's there. I think that's probably what would draw a lot of customers in. I mean, that would draw me. I mean, I'm always, I'm a sucker for something. I was like, oh, that looks like antique and rustic. That looks like that would be awesome to to go to yes. and and check it out. So, I mean. I definitely will definitely be checking them out because I love me some chocolates, so I can't I can't say no to chocolates. <laughs> you can uh, you can order them online. They deliver all around the country as well. Um, I'd recommend, let's say, the chocolate card pretzels, pretzel crunch bar, and also the Bordeaux. Um, so those are our basically our three top selling items we had at Mally's. Those are what we call the customer favorites. Okay, but yeah, you can. Line, order chocolate, deliver it right to your house with an ice pack in it. You live somewhere hot or you know, live somewhere cold as well. Oh, but, in the great state of Ohio, where right now it's 94 degrees, so it's uh, <laughs> it is, it's been hot the past three days. I <laughs> know. Uh, I work, uh, you know, part time uh, summer swimming coaching outside, and it's been brutal the past couple days being out in the heat for three hours three plus hours a day just standing there and it's 
it, it's taxing. This, this, I mean, it doesn't sound like it would be that taxing, but I don't think a lot of people realize the heat just standing in it for most of the day just takes a lot. Like by the end of the day, like I just look over at my wife. She's like, you look like you're about ready to fall. So it was like, I honestly don't know how my eyes are open. I'm going to let you know that right now. Like I'm so sunbeaten and sunburnt and I'm just, I just want to go to bed. Like that just, that's where I'm at. <laughs> but yeah, that's, Sun is uh, it's brutal. Oh, yeah, and there's no breaks when you're outside either. There's just none, just constantly beating on you. It's it's gotten brutal. Um, so you're up near Cleveland, um, up in Cleveland now. Um, let's transition here a little bit and kind of end with uh, some sports. So I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say you're uh, you're a Brownies fan. Yes. All right. So. What do you think with everything that's happened uh, this past off season and everything like that, getting to have a training camp, how good they looked last year? Uh, how do you think they're going to do this year? Um, so, I mean, last year, I mean, it shocked everyone, especially like I can't keep – I mean, I can't stop talking about last year. Last year was unbelievable. I mean, you knocked the Steelers out of the playoffs. Let's just, Unbelievable. Let's yeah, just I, go there. Knock, I, knock the Steelers out of the playoffs. I definitely see them. I mean, I'm hoping they're going to hit the Super Bowl this year. If I mean, it could be a stretch, but I definitely see that happening this year. Um, especially with you know players getting back, especially at COVID, Miles Garrett as well. On the kind of just seeing him on the field as well with COVID, it kind of he didn't look that good this past season but I hope you know it comes back this season's better um, especially with Baker too I I'm happy with Baker Mayfield definitely you know I'm not a Browns fan in the slightest I'm actually a Buccaneers fan um but this was a good year for me. This was a good year for me. Uh, so, um, but Baker Mayfield, I, I've always rooted against him. I've grow, I grew up in West Virginia. I'm a big WVU fan. He always played WVU, and he always dominated during for WVU. So there's a little bit of part of me in the back of my mind, like you know, I just I I want him to have like one bad game. I don't want anything bad to happen to him. But like, can we struggle a little bit? Like, how are you coming in and still being this good in the NFL? I mean, he's he's a heck of a quarterback yeah. for sure. I give him all the props in the world, and I kind of like his attitude. I mean, he's that old school kind of fiery, always trying to you know pump up his team and everything like that. Do you think? him coming to the Browns and just his attitude that he has has helped them? I mean, obviously it has. I mean, you guys made the playoffs, but do you think that's one of the main factors, or do you think it goes down to coaching? We'll be back after a quick break. Big labia energy. What if I eat a little cheese every day? <laughs> Just keep it. It's like I have a tolerance. Yeah, for cheese. Good Same job with cats. Tolerant. Like if I pet a cat every day for the first week or two. I thought you were going to say if I eat a cat a little bit every day. <laughs> starting at the tail I mean, and just ate a little bit. Then I'd be fine. But if I didn't eat a cat for three months. I would totally start at the face. Why yeah. would you start at the tail? If someone put a gun to my head and said, eat this cat. I'm trying to think of we're an acceptable scenario. We're still talking scenario. about a feline 
right? <laughs> oh, did you think I was talking about pussy? Maybe it could go there. I don't want to eat a cat. I want to eat a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I do think he did bring that to the Browns. I mean, I'd say he's a go-getter. I mean, especially him just being a walk-on and just, you know, making it to the NFL. I I think he brought it. It's also our coach as well. I mean, I love the coach. I mean, our old coach was trash, and new coaches, I mean, he cares. He cares about the team as well. Um, but... Let's say, I mean, Baker, they're trying to even extend his contract through, you know, 2021 as well. So I think the coach sees something in him, too, and be like, you know, this guy is bringing the team together, and I'm also bringing the team, but that's what I think of Baker. Right. Even as an outsider uh, looking in, um, because I grew up about an hour outside of Pittsburgh, so I've always rooted for the Steelers just because there's no pro team in West Virginia, and that was kind of the quote-unquote hometown team for me. Uh, so I'll always root for them. So I've seen the Browns a lot, and just Baker Mayfield is like as soon as he came in, they'd be dumb not to extend his contract. They should lock him down for as long as is financially possible for them right now. I understand there's a huge yeah. cut with the sal- with the salary caps because of COVID and everything like that. I get that. I mean, you can't offer him this big multi-year deal and still have all the pieces around him. But when it is financially possible, I just i I think the Browns would it, it would be a very typical Browns move to let him go, in my opinion. But they need to lock him down like yesterday. Like they they need to make sure he is their quarterback for the foreseeable future. Yeah, I I totally agree with that. And, I mean, I think the Steelers, I mean, that game, too, when I think was a 20, 25 years it was. Yeah. That the Browns won their first playoff game. Yeah. That that shocked everyone. Oh, absolutely. Every- <laughs> absolutely. I was watching it, and I just – some of the words that I was making up and coming out of my mouth watching the game, like my wife was like, why don't we just change this? I was like, I can't. I'm invested now. I have to see the entirety of the game and get this upset about it. Like, this is where I'm at right now with this. <laughs> so yeah, It was like, what, 28 to 0 in like, what, the first two minutes? Like, 30 minutes. <laughs> like, not it's even like, oh, like <laughs> it's just, I was just like, oh, because, yeah, like, i my wife was working and she was just getting home like midway through the first quarter and yeah. she walked in and saw the TV and the first words out of her mouth were, Oh no. I was like, yeah, it's been rough in this house right now. Like I'm losing my mind that they're looking this bad against the Browns. And I was just like, Oh wow. Hopefully my Buccaneers don't disappoint me like they do every year, but they didn't. Uh, <laughs> Had the old, old Tom Brady uh, come save oh, the yeah. day. I, again, I'm not a Tom Brady fan. I, I actually can't stand Tom Brady. Uh, just for the sheer fact that he's that good. That's really my only argument against him is, like, why are you that good and you're 42 years old and you still are playing <laughs> like you're in your 20s? Like, why? What? What voodoo are you doing that is making you last this long? Because 
I sleep on the wrong pillow at night and I'm down for two days. Like that's that's where I'm at physically right now. Like and he's ten years my senior and still just like how are you that good? I can't understand it. But yeah. I, I don't know. He's a genetic freak. That's he all I'm gonna say. Really, he really <laughs> is. I mean, I just I rather have him playing for me than against me, obviously, but I think that's going to be an interesting game when they go to Foxborough this year, uh, the Buccaneers. Um, I thought they were going to make that a late season when they got to, Tampa's got to go up in the cold, but they made it like week three. Like that's – I don't think they're playing the elements enough for that. Uh, New England isn't. Um, so I, I don't know. Well, it's going to be an interesting season. I mean – I, I hate to say this because, like I said, I grew up rooting for the Steelers, but I hope the Browns do well. I, I really do. I mean, it's one of those things like you're just tired of seeing them lose so much that it's like, all right, come on, let's put it together, guys. We we can figure this out now. And I think they are. I think they finally have. And I I really hope they do well. I really do. Um, hopefully they don't knock the Steelers out of the playoffs again. But, I mean, I hope they do well in – making the playoffs and going a little bit deeper into into a playoff run. I, I, I agree with that. The Browns need, I mean, just as a Cleveland fan, you know, all the years living here, it's like, it, I mean, it blew everyone's mind. Just, I mean, being the Steelers. Yeah. I mean, playoffs. I mean, I mean it, shocked, it shocked, I think it shocked the entire NFL. Uh, yeah, I but agree. Yeah, I, 100%. I do hope. I mean, if they do knock the Steelers out, I mean, I'll probably I'll be laughing, but... <laughs> yeah. I'll have to laugh at that point in time. I think if they knock them out again this year, Mike Tomlin's done. I, I really think that they're looking for a reason to get rid of him, and I think that might just put him over the edge. Two years in a row, losing to the Browns in the playoffs, you're down. Bye. Like, it's just... I just... Yeah. I mean... But, yeah. I mean, so we are running down near the end of the episode here. Um... So I want to give you um, a chance here. Uh, one real quick, what is it like working with John Fitty Falcone and anything that will help you get some recruits to Notre Dame College? Floor is yours, Colin. Uh, by all means, take as much time as you need. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, John's a really cool dude. You know, uh, I got hired, let's say, four months ago, and then he just came in maybe two weeks after, two or three weeks after I did. Um, yeah, he's coming in here. He's changing the college around, you know, keeping on top of his work here, keeping on top of us. You know, he's me and Blake's boss. Um, he's he's really making it good for us here. Really enjoy working with John. Um, really honest dude, nice dude. Took us out for dinner as well. You know, having, you know, friend talk as well. But, yeah, really cool dude. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that 100% with Fiddy. I mean, I have no doubt he took you guys out to dinner, just knowing Fiddy and the way he is. So let's hear the sales pitch here for Notre Dame College. I mean, we're heard in over 200 cities and 14 countries here at the Ride Home Rants podcast. So by all means, floor is yours. Get as many people as you can come in there. All right, so... Notre Dame is a small private Catholic institution. We provide a solid foundation of education here. Um, but just being that small school, our total enrollment is 1,400 students. Um, we don't have any 
assistant professors here. We have full PhD professors as well. Um, on class average size, you're going to have around 14 to 17 students per class, um, which is good because you form personal connections with that professor as well. Um, we do offer a lot of academic scholarships, athletic scholarships as well. Um, you could walk on to a Division II team being nationally ranked as well. Um, so Notre Dame is a nice college, family-oriented, and close to Cleveland, and there's a lot to do around Cleveland just being at this college. Yeah, I mean, I, I went to a college with smaller class sizes. I can tell you, everybody, it helps out tremendously. If you are thinking about it, please get in touch with Colin here at Notre Dame College. So, Colin, how can they get a hold of you if they're interested in uh, Notre Dame College? So you can contact uh, me as well. My email is csbancara at ndc.edu or go on Google and type in Notre Dame College of Ohio, click admissions, and then application, and then that's how you will apply to the college or email me, and then my number will also be on that website. Awesome, awesome. So, like I said, we're down near the end of the episode. Colin, it was great to talk to you today. Uh, really good information. I always like work talking with people, especially who work close with John Fitty Falcone, um, mainly because I'm sure they always have some good stories about him, too, as well. Uh, didn't get to get into that today, which is fine. Um, but I'm really glad you came on the show. I hope we can help you out there at Notre Dame College and maybe give you, hopefully, a little bit more work for you, you know, get some more kids enrolled. Um, but thank you for being on the show. And for everybody else, that's it for this week. And we will see y'all next week. The Ride Home Rants podcast is brought to you by Dubby Energy. Energy drinks made for gamers, streamers, and podcasters alike. For gamers, streamers, and podcasters alike. Go to the link in the description where you can find the best energy drinks out there. Less caffeine than a cup of coffee. Also, no jitters and no crash afterwards. Use the promo code Mike Bono and get yourself 10% off. Also, the Ride Home Rants podcast is brought to you by my favorite sponsor of the show, and that is Shankit Golf. Golf apparel made for the everyday golfer. We might not go out and shoot a six under par. We're probably going to shoot a six over par, but this is going to give us the gear that's going to help us rock it on and off of the course. Go to the link in the bio. Use the promo code Mike Bono and get yourself 10% off there as well.